Good morning, everyone. Great to see you all. Thanks for tuning in today to Daily Devo with Vince and Bo. Some of you are watching on Facebook. Some of you are listening to this on our recently begun Bridge podcast. If you're watching on Facebook right now, just leave a comment. Let us know what time you are tuning in. This launched at 11 a.m., but some of you might be watching later. So let us know when you are watching. We've got a devotional from Proverbs chapter 8 today. We are going through the book of Proverbs as a church in our Big Bridge Bible study. And so me and Pastor Bo have been talking through the chapter of the day each day. So today's the 8th, and we have chapter 8 today. Pastor yes. Bo, take us away. All right. We're only going to look at one verse from chapter 8. Um, but if you've been with us, you know that Proverbs is all about getting wisdom. Uh, it says very clearly that wisdom is the principal thing. And so in all you're getting, get wisdom, which leads to the question, what is wisdom? Well, if you're with us from the very first day of this month, we learned that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we have a starting point. But I found that when we come to chapter 8, verse 13, we have a definition of the fear of the Lord, mm. which Maybe this is a nice time to make a point that sometimes when doing Bible study, it's always good to let the Bible define the Bible. Mm. Sometimes you'll find a definition of one thing in another verse, sometimes in a completely different section of Scripture. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't always find a definition for things in the Bible. But sometimes if you just have that thought in mind and let the Bible define the Bible, mm -hmm. it will help you in your study. But Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13 says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Goes on and says, pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth, I hate. That's the Lord speaking. Now, that's not an exhaustive list of everything that's evil, obviously. It's just giving an example of some things that God calls evil. But it says very clearly that the fear of the Lord is to hate evil or to hate sin. And so, one of the things that I would encourage us all to do in, in, in a time of self-examination, if we're going to be on a pathway to becoming wise people in our following of God, is to just ask ourselves, what is my current attitude towards sin? Mm. And this is tough. We don't always like to do this kind of self-examination, but the Bible encourages it. And I think that it's wise for us to do that because if hating evil is what the fear of the Lord is, and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, if we're gonna be wise, then we have to make sure that we are feeling about sin and evil the way God feels about it. So some questions that we can just ask ourselves, how comfortable am I with sin? right now. Mm. You know, am I letting some things in my life that I know I shouldn't, but I've just kind of gotten comfortable with allowing these things in? Do I really hate sin? Do I abhor sin? One way to kind of check yourself is when you commit a sin, do you have a sense of immediate conviction of that sin? Because if you're doing things and you go, I know that was wrong, but you don't really have any remorse, that's probably an indication that you're not hating sin, you know, and so you need to get back on track with, you know, having the same attitude about sin that God does. Another thing that we sometimes can do, Vince, is, is we'll justify 
sin. Mm, rationalize. Rationalize mm -hmm. it. Well, I did this because, and it's not really that bad, and mm -hmm. other people do worse, and whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, anytime we get into that place where we're getting comfortable with sin, or we're justifying sin, then we're clearly not hating sin. We're not hating right. evil. Right. And we're, we're, we're moving away from wisdom. Okay, so this is all about wisdom. Now, I know that some of you might be saying, but Bo, everybody sins, and that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says as much. In fact, the Bible says if we say we have no sin, we're liars. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so we acknowledge that we are, we are all sinners, and even after we've come to Christ, we fall short of the glory of God. Um, we don't live up to His perfect standard of righteousness. That's, like I said, stated clearly in Scripture. And we should remind everybody, the Bible says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then it goes on and says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. So it's acknowledging that, yeah, we do all have sin. And we're going to struggle with sin as long as we're in this world. And as long as we're lugging around this body, this carnal, this flesh, the Bible calls it, this sinful fallen nature that we're lugging around, we're going to struggle with sin. But when we sin, run to God. Mm. Don't justify it. Don't excuse it. Don't cover it. Don't just try to suppress it in your mind. Call it what it is. Go to God with it. And I want to encourage you by this verse from 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. It says, My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. That word advocate is another word for that would be an attorney. Mm. Jesus is our attorney. You could say he's our defense attorney. Mm. So when we go to Jesus and we say, Jesus, I want to confess my sin we can picture Jesus going before the Father on our behalf mm -hmm. and saying, Father, Vince has confessed this sin to me. And on the basis of his confession and my shed blood, I want you to forgive him. And God, and of course, we're just kind of making up this little scenario, mm -hmm. but something like this could happen or transpire. We know the outcome is the same. However, it takes place. God says, so be it. On the basis of the shed blood of his son, on the basis of your confession of that sin, God says, Vince, you're forgiven, you're cleansed, you're washed, you're made righteous. Now, what should your attitude be at this point mm. when you know that you've been completely forgiven of all your sin? Yeah, I'm going to go out and do it again. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the wrong answer. <laughs> but you knew that, and so did you. But <laughs> there's going to be gratitude, yeah, Vince. There's yeah, going to be gratitude, right? right, right. Yeah, You're going to go, thank you, Jesus, for yeah. your graciousness and your forgiveness and for your shed blood that he purchased our forgiveness with his yeah. life. The, his blood was shed for us. And then I would hope, along with that gratitude, there is a determination. God, with your help, I'm not going to go back into that sin again. Mm -hmm. You know, give me the strength, give me the grace to do the right thing. And what we see in Scripture is that when we are in that mode of thinking, when we deal with sin, then we're, we're moving toward wisdom. Yeah. Because to, the, to fear God is to hate evil. Yeah. And so when we 
eschew evil, when we hate evil, when we reject evil, say, I want you, God, I want righteousness in my life, then we're on the path to not only wisdom, but Christ-likeness. And that's what we're to be about. We're supposed to be becoming more and more like Jesus. 1 John 2, 6 says, He who says he abides in him ought himself to walk just as he walked. I got a phone call yesterday. It was kind of funny and it almost made me late for devotions. Um, you might remember I walked in. I said, Vince, I, you know, I didn't get to shower or shave, but here yes, I am. Yes, you yes. Know? Well, I got a, fr- a call from a good friend who was driving into work down in Atlanta. And he just took a chance and called and I picked up and he said, Bo. I said, yeah, Steve, how's it going? He said, man, I was just thinking, we're going to be like him. <laughs> He'd always been reading First John or, or something and triggered that thought. And it just kind of exploded inside of him. It says that when we see him, we will be as he is. He said, we won't struggle anymore. It won't, we won't have to fight against temptation. We won't have to deal with all this stuff. We're going to be like him. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that amazing? And it was so fun just to hear his excitement over that concept. But that's exactly what the Bible says, that when we see him, we will be like him. But God doesn't want us to wait until heaven mm-hmm. to transform us. He wants us to be becoming more and more like him every day. And so one of the ways that we do that is that we deal with sin. Mm-hmm. We don't condone it, justify it, excuse it, ignore it. We say it's sin, you call it what it is, ask God's forgiveness, receive his forgiveness and say, God, with your help, I want to live righteously and I want to love righteousness. I want to hate evil. Mm. And when you do that, I believe based on what we've read here today, we're on the pathway to wisdom. Mm, Yeah. Any thoughts you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I was just thinking about like the whole condoning, justifying, making excuses that that is, it's so illogical to think that that, would actually help with the sin situation. Like if you think about it, like if sinning was like eating expired food or something, mm-hmm. like that's like the worst feeling ever if you ate expired <laughs> food, you know? Oh, I just realized there was mold on that bread. You're not like, well, there was a good reason I ate it though. Or I guess yeah. it was fine. You're just like, I don't care why it happened. Uh-huh. I just hate it. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. So as you find yourself rationalizing, that's the moment to say, it doesn't matter the reason. I don't have to rationalize. I don't have mm-hmm. to justify. I just hate the fact that that just happened for whatever reason. Mm. That is, yeah, that just yeah. pops in my head. That that's, yeah. If you're really disgusted by it, there's, it doesn't help or hurt to rationalize. It just has nothing to do with the hatred. And yeah. You just got to get rid of it. And Throw it out of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nobody would try to justify why they did it. I mean, okay, if they're starving, all right, yeah, you're going to eat moldy mm-hmm. bread. You don't care. But... But you, it would be illogical to say, well, it was, you know, excusable or the right thing to do or whatever. You just would hate that you did it. Right. Period. Hate Period. It. Oh. But I guess with sin, we feel more guilt, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between doing something by accident mm-hmm. and intentionally doing something we know God doesn't mm-hmm. approve of. Mm-hmm. And so I think... And we don't see it for as rotten as it is. That's right. And, and so it's hard for us, I think, sometimes to kind of be honest with God because we're ashamed. Yeah. Right. And we're a little bit like Adam and Eve in the garden 
they tried to hide themselves. Mm-hmm. You make excuses. You know, it's like, that. and then they started making excuses. Yeah. Exactly. It didn't yeah. it didn't change the thing? It didn't help anything. Right. And um, in our case, we have an advocate in heaven. We have Jesus Christ, the righteous, mm-hmm. who goes on our behalf before the Father and intercedes for us. It says, Father, I've already died for that sin. Please forgive them. They're confessing it now. Boom, it's done. Mm-hmm. And that's like, just keep that in mind. Don't let sin beat you up. Be forgiven. Receive the forgiveness that God makes available to you. And with God's help, go forward with a just resolve to, to do, be more like Jesus, to live in a way that, that He would live and to glorify mm-hmm. Him. He lives inside of you. And he'll give you the strength and the ability to do what you cannot do in your own strength. So that's, I believe, will put you on the path to wisdom. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Paul. What's coming up? Tell us about Sunday, Vince. This Sunday, two days from now, May 10th, 10 a.m., one service. But not just online. Drive-in as well. So if you don't want to go out, you can watch from home, 10 a.m., you want to come drive in, wave to some friends, come on over this Sunday, 10 a.m., drive-in service. Last time we did this, we had three services. We're just going to do the one because we're thinking a lot of people may still want to watch from home. So 10 a.m., one service, drive-in or watch from home. We're super excited. Kicking off our series, Identity Theft. It's really cool on Easter Sunday seeing the band up on the stage mm-hmm. and participating in live worship, yeah. you know, not online. Mm-hmm. Um, watching a live sermon was good too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, so it's good to worship it, together. It was so good. It was yeah. so good. So if you didn't make it to Easter, join us for, for Sunday, 10 a.m. for Drive-In Church. Yeah. God bless you. See you soon.